0: Power Women Podcast. For your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Northern Power Women Podcast. I'm Sam Walker from the scorching deserts of Arizona. And of course, with me is the marvellous Simone Roche from the, dare I say it, balmy Liverpool Riviera. What's the weather been up to this week? Drizzly, it's been
1: a- drizzly, 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 and some real wind and rain. Ta-da! <laughs> Regular Merseyside
0: summer, then I'm guessing.
1: <laughs> well, you can tell I'm happy about it, can't you? You can tell. I mean, yes, it's good for the vegetables, but no, not good for my soul.
0: <sighs> it's tricky, isn't it? And I feel this week a lot of people have reached a point in lockdown, slash coming out of lockdown, slash where the heck are we? No one really knows of thinking, I'm done. I I don't know what to do with the space in my brain right now because I think we needed to have an end in sight and it's just not there. I
1: obviously came across very well in my opening then, didn't I? Yeah, do you know what? Absolutely. I feel that our Corona Coaster has taken on a, a little bit of a dip this week and we've had the third round of our, you know, our fabulous power circles where we take ourselves across the, the regions of the north without leaving the Lady Isabella. We we had the first couple a week ago, like last Monday, and there was definitely a real Oh, like you could you could feel and you could see. You know, we're on a Zoom call. You can see the shoulders down. And I think you're right. It's that in out. Are we in? Are we out? What are we doing? We're hearing about illegal raves. We're hearing about beaches. We're hearing about the bars have now just all reopened. We're now there's local lockdowns and all this kind of stuff. And it's it's. I think there's a fear, isn't there? Because. When we went into lockdown, we didn't know how long it was going to last, and if someone had mentioned fourteen weeks or whatever, we would have gone crazy. Don't be, don't be daft. So I yeah. think there's a real worry of going back or staying in without knowing the end. I'm speaking to, to young people at the moment through our, you know, our Northern Power Futures um, arena and agenda, and actually using the words, "I'm afraid of COVID." Yet on the other side, there's a there's a whole other bunch of young people who are, you know, raving into the night illegally. I, I'm not going to deny, I think there's been a bit of shoulder slumping a little bit this week. Um, and I don't think, I generally don't think the weather helps. <laughs>
0: No, you're 100% right. And I've seen that a lot across social media. A lot of people I'm in touch with saying exactly the same thing. Two things. Number one, I said to a very close friend of mine who's really struggling this week, again, with two children at home, with her job, with suddenly realising we thought we'd be out by now and we're not. I said to her, you know, with this Corona coaster, you've got to go with the downs as well as the ups. Go with that feeling. Don't fight it. And we've talked about this in previous episodes. No feeling is final. Just let yourself sit with the fact that at the moment things are really hard. And I think we have this natural, I guess, a survival mode to go, we need to fix this. We need to break away from this feeling. We need this feeling to stop. We need to feel happy and uplifted again. And sometimes we have to remember that's taking up energy that we simply don't have. So sitting and just going, you know what? It's hard at the moment. How does that feel? Feels bad. Okay, it is what it is. And not raging against it because. We aren't in control, and that's the tough thing. To follow up from something you just said about some of the raves in the UK and and the people meeting up, here it was reported today here in the States, in Alabama, COVID-19 parties are being held amongst young people where somebody who has been tested positive for COVID-19 will show up, they will all have a party, they put some money in a kitty, and the first person to present uh, an official positive Test result for COVID nineteen following the party gets all the money in the kitty. They're playing with their health, and I really, really hope this is some crazy elaborate hoax. But it's been reported by several officials, and that just makes my brain hurt a bit, to be honest, and makes my heart heavy. Oh, I, do you
1: know? I don't understand that. I can't. I, I, um, I can't understand that at all, especially in the states where the the health system. You know, there is no uh, national health service, so. No. They could, they could die. This is literally Russian roulette, isn't it? And, I've you know, I'm, again, speaking over here to young people who are actually people of all ages, but particularly young people as well, frightened to go to the doctor to get something checked out because of what might be around. And actually, yeah, it's not explicit to young people. I, might, you know, I've got a little lump on my leg, you know, a little, and I'm like, oh, I'm putting it off mm. because you just say, oh, well, I don't want to. And then you think, well, actually, then maybe I need to, bleed and go and do that but actually they were a bit scared too so the yeah. fact i'm fuming sam how can they do that what what value money over life what value of the person who've even had the idea in the first place that thought mm-hmm. that would be a good ways to do that oh my god just ridiculous not heard that absolutely um, incredible
0: I'm dumbstruck dumbstruck Well, here in Arizona, I'll do it for a bit of light relief, our governor, Doug Ducey, has... (laughs) It's it's a mood lifter every time, and I don't know why. (laughs) Or as I saw somebody refer to him on Twitter today, and this is incredibly childish, and exactly the humour that I needed this week, Doug Douchey, as they called him, as in douchebag, (laughs) Doug Ducey, he's actually reinstated some lockdown measures. So from from, uh, 8 o'clock last week, think. I think it was a Wednesday night he did it or a Tuesday night bars are closed again because some of the images coming out of full blown nightclubs full of a thousand people which was just incredible we've got such a spike here in Arizona bars have been closed down again certain restaurants have closed down again many other restaurants which are officially allowed to stay open it's all to do with the liquor license it's all quite confusing but a lot of them have now closed and said curbside delivery only gyms have closed and it's on everybody's lips that we might go into full lockdown again because these cases are spiking so much I think here Here in the States, there's such a vocal backlash against COVID. People still adamant this is a hoax, a Democrat hoax, which is just unbelievable. Oh, the only reason that numbers are up is because testing is up. Well, why are the hospitals at 80% capacity again already? So... I think it's wait and see. I've noticed that, you know, of course, in the UK, you've had places like Leicester, which are going into sort of regional Mm -hmm. lockdown. I could not get on a plane and go to New York now, not because there aren't flights. There are flights here in the US. But if you are travelling from Arizona, New York will not let you in without a two week isolation. So we're seeing now these sort of regionalised lockdowns and... And, and states shutting their borders to other states where the numbers are so high. I think we've got a way to go, Simone. And in all of this, I know you've had people get in touch with you and say, childcare, yawning chasm of summer holidays, work still continuing, what the heck?
1: oh my god absolutely you know and I, i'm talking to the, the you know the team and the community and that was absolutely one of the the messages that i got this week was how on earth are we going to cope and entertain our kids over those six weeks when we're all sick of the sight of each other mm. you know yes we love each other but you know what we with the homeschooling and just the combined environment we are absolutely sick of the sight how are we going to get ourselves through that that six weeks especially as you're saying you we could be potential going in to these pockets of, of regional and very sub-regional kind of lockdowns, that's going to be, then the bubbles are not going to, you know, sort of last anymore. Oh, it's, I don't know, I just, it, it's really hard. So you know, I, I really feel, I feel for those those families who, some of them are maybe benefiting at the moment from at least seeing grandparents or, you know, yeah. the family friends. I think that's a, that's a real worry because those summer holidays are a long period anyway. Yeah. And now as well where you've got Sort of part of the population who are booking flights to Ibiza because the 50 quid return, when actually the foreign office hasn't even changed the guidance yet. So your holiday insurance is invalid, by the way, at this moment in time. So there's all those kind of things. And gosh, I would love to be on a a plane to to Seville or, you know, some of the beautiful places that we love over in Spain. But you know what? We can't. And we're not, and it's staycation all the way yeah. for us. And in fact, even more Merseycation um, is for us at this moment. In time, and we'll. It's it's day by day, isn't it? Day by day, week by week. And I don't think any more than that. So I think what we'd love to hear is some great ideas that you are going to be doing this summer holidays yes, to entertain yourself. Because you've got to you've got to have self care, right? What are you doing for you? We want to hear how you're innovating these summer holidays. And we'll, we'll spread the love because sometimes it's the, the simplest things that can cause the, the biggest uplift.
0: We would love to hear that. I agree. And especially, I think, amongst our brilliant Northern Power Women audience, because surprise, surprise, research that came out uh, this week from Ipsos Mori in King's College London again show that women are doing more childcare under lockdown as we would expect if they're in a heterosexual relationship, then they're male partners. And both partners in that relationship may have full-time jobs, but the women are still doing the lion's share of childcare during lockdown. And yet I find this very interesting. It's, It's men who feel that their jobs are being negatively impacted by childcare. So while the women are doing the lion's share, it seems that men are saying... My job is suffering because I'm having to look after the kids. My husband is also working from home. We're both fairly hands on. I would say I'm doing more because that's how our relationship seems to have fallen. But it's interesting that that men feel that their job is suffering because they are working from home in a way that women seem less aware of. It's an interesting dynamic going on there, isn't there?
1: It really is because, obviously, you know, the, the predominance is that women are used to doing that. They're used to doing the yeah. the juggling and the running round and the everything that goes with it. So I think there's there's very much an eyes open to it, you know. Now, isn't it? it's, it's there? It's it happens outside, whatever it is your your spare bedroom or your kitchen door. Right now, you're seeing every bit of what it is to be totally hands-on with running a family so it is really interesting and I think because men are having to make or some men are having to make decisions about well actually I, I can't do that I can't do that now because actually I've got to fit this into my schedule so they you know they're, ha- they're having to they're having to sort of make their own flexibility up and potentially not not used to that I think there's good out of that that's good we should you know there's certain things that we need to take, take forward into the new norm and there's certain things that there's certain haves and have-nots I think and I, and I think some of that reality dawning is a good thing but actually They shouldn't just be concentrating on this is impacting on my job. They should be thinking, but actually I'm benefiting from seeing more about what absolutely goes on within my family. So hopefully they're just not saying that a bit out loud. We need them to shout
0: absolutely and also a big shout out to everyone who's doing this as a single parent whether you're a man or a woman so much respect for you so much respect for you keep on keeping on you're doing it every day might not feel like you are winning but you are so huge respect to you definitely 100 percent. absolutely high fives i would love some life lessons please simone roche i think we need these (laughs) in our life especially this Uh... week Oh,
1: we do, we've got a great ball of energy actually is the fantastic alice Choi. she is healthcare communications she works for mccann it's a global uh, business she's a marketing spe- uh, specialist she's an all-round fabulous mentor mother of three and appreciation for all things of great friends interesting conversations and especially a nice glass of wine
2: here's alice alice Choi, chief operating officer at mccann health medical communications What's one piece of advice that had really stuck with you? I actually have two pieces of advice that I was given that I've found really invaluable. The first is that everything happens for a reason. And I've genuinely come to believe this and found it to be very true in both professional and personal settings. The second is don't stress about things that you can't control and just focus on what you can. If you had a chance to change a decision in your career, what would it be? So I guess for me, it's probably more of a question mark rather than a definite need to change a decision. I have been with my current company for the best part of 20 years now. So I think it's fair to say that I have wondered whether I would have benefited from moving around more and being exposed to different things. So not a regret per se, because at the same time, I've really enjoyed working with my colleagues and I've learnt new things as I've gone along, but I suppose more of a question mark. What advice would you pass on to someone starting their career today? So I think the advice I would give is ideally have a clear plan of what you want to do. If possible, stick to the things that you enjoy or would naturally gravitate to in terms of skill sets. But at the same time, don't necessarily turn down opportunities that don't 100% fit your vision. Be really open minded and be inclined to say yes if you can. And I guess the final thing is, um, yeah, really believe that everything happens for a reason, however things turn out. What would you tell the 25-year-old about work-life balance? The advice I would give here is be very clear with yourself about your priorities and what's non-negotiable, especially when there's a set window of opportunity to achieve that, whether it's having children or perhaps living in a certain location or country. I think you're more likely to miss personal opportunities that you've bypassed. I don't think anyone ever lay on their deathbed wishing that they'd done an hour's extra work every day. Give us an example of when a strong business network came into its own. So for me, it hasn't so much been a strong business network per se, but I've been incredibly lucky and found real value in having a strong network of friends who are also like-minded and um, professional, Um, you know, I think just being able to bounce ideas um, off them regarding career choices and work and work-life balance, it's been incredibly valuable.
0: Thank you so much to the fabulous Alice Choi for another great dollop of wonderful life lessons. Dollop, what an underused word, Simone. did enjoy (laughs) that. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Thank you. And you know what? I know, I've got the giggles now. We would love to hear from you. If you can furnish us with your brilliant life lessons, just get in touch. Podcast at northernpowerwomen.com. We'll tell you exactly what you need to do next. It's dead easy. Just a couple of minutes of your time and we would love to hear from you. Or if you want to nominate someone, we can do all the heavy lifting around that as well again just let us know who you'd love to hear from podcast at northernpowerwomen.com now look you've got busy week ahead of you Simone Roche have you not a new fantastic series of webinars coming out
1: absolutely it's all about amplifying voices for week Uh, Tuesdays at 2pm we start with uh, Ganan Adamu from the BBC, we've got Carolyn uh, Whitehead the following week from Zebra, Karen Finlayson from PwC and finishing on the 28th of July with Ranjana Bell, MBA an absolute delight of fabulous role models out there but all passionate about breaking barriers and amplifying voices and lifting others up which is what we are all about and on this episode I think we're definitely all about lifting up this
0: I'm lucky enough to know two of them personally. Caroline, I've met on a few occasions. She's awesome. Ganan is next level brilliant. That woman (laughs) has got an entrepreneurial spirit that just needs to be heard to be believed. She's a fantastic, energising force for good. So I'm really excited about those webinars. They look brilliant. People can just come and join in, can they?
1: Absolutely, yeah. You register uh, and then you pitch up at two o'clock on Zoom. So we'll send you out the Zoom link and then we'll also put them on our Northern Power Women YouTube channel as well.
0: Beautiful. And if you can't make those webinars for any reason, there has been something we've shared this week, Simone, because it has been a tough week, I think, for so many of us. And something that I'm not being sarcastic here for once in my life <laughs> has genuinely helped me through lockdown is the Netflix show Shits Creek. I I well, shared this with you and it's been just a, a force for good and a joyful thing for me to get involved with.
1: Well, I don't mind saying that's how um, Mr. Northern Power Man and I celebrated our 11th wedding anniversary, ah. uh, which, which doesn't seem ever so romantic. But it was, you know, when you just kind of need a little bit. And I said, oh, I've heard Sam talk about this, put it on. It's bite-sized telly. It's laugh out loud, kind of hold your tummy in uh, laughing stuff. I can't even explain it. A, 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 a privileged family displaced into a town that the dad had happened to buy for his son many years earlier. As a joke. And the, as a joke, I would highly recommend it. If you need a bit of like light in your life right now get on Netflix and watch it because yes it's made me chuckle and I'm very grateful um, Miss Walker for pointing that in our direction and for being the highlight of our our wedding anniversary evening.
0: (laughs) I'm glad I could be part of your wedding wedding anniversary even in a very small way but it's it's brilliant it is laugh out loud funny but as the season goes on I think it was at the end of season one I thought it was light and fluffy and I was enjoying it and I was enjoying those 20 minute chunks of time on my my own and then it got to the end of season one and i had this realization i care about these people i care what (laughs) happens to them and from there on in believe me you become so invested in these people's lives when i got to the end of all seasons i am not ashamed to say i had a right old cry it was the most wonderful (laughs) cathartic cry i have had in such a long time give yourself some me time have a bath take 10 minutes out whenever you can and if you just watch it and enjoy it it is full of love and oh I might start from the beginning Simone and watch the whole thing again
1: <laughs> oh you know honestly I, I'm now I'm, I'm almost sad to think of the end but no I'm gonna this is gonna be lockdown chapter two for me sponsored and powered by Shit Creek <laughs> Do it, do it.
0: Brilliant stuff. (laughs) Right. We're both off to watch Shits Creek in separate continents. Do it as well. Simone, we will catch up next week, of course. And thank you for listening. This is the Northern Power Women podcast. The next episode will be coming your way on Monday, July the 13th. I'm Sam Walker and the Northern Power Women podcast is a What Goes On Media production.